0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the Fit Body Healthy Soul podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. You know, we all need a place to start or restart moving our bodies. And it can be so incredibly tough to figure out which way is up or which way is forward when life has either gotten in the way or we've just never moved our bodies for exercise before. So today, that's what we're here for. We're going to talk about six tips to kickstart your Fit Body Healthy Soul journey by moving your body. So let's dive in. What does it mean to find your healthiest self? I'm Gwen Merva, and welcome to the Fit Body Healthy Soul podcast. If you're ready to take the next step toward a healthier you or trying to figure out where to start on your health journey, you're in the right place. I'm here to meet you where you are, give you practical ways to make room for what brings you joy while adding healthy habits to your life and cheer you on along the way. We all know that moving our bodies will help us feel better. We know that it's good for us. But what does that really tangibly mean? Well, for this mama, it means that my heart is more healthy, which means I'll be around longer for our little girl. It means that my mood is better. So I have more patience in my parenting. It also means that I'm going to get better sleep and sometimes more sleep because I'm I'm tired. But it also means that I'm going to have more energy, which helps me be a more present parent. And y'all, that's what I want. That's what I want for each and every one of you. I want you to reap the benefits of moving your body, not just doing it because it's good for you, but doing it because it's great for your overall life that you're living. So like I said earlier, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to share a little bit about my story and how I got here. You know, my whole life, I grew up an athlete. And, and when I say I grew up an athlete, like I grew up a competitive gymnast and I ran track in high school. And in the, between that I played sports like soccer and softball and tennis, you name it, I tried it. As I became an adult, I continued a lot of those things. In college, I found weightlifting. Well, I found it in high school, but like really dug into it and fell in love with it in college. And then I picked up running for distance, like distance running in college, and I loved it. And later on, as an adult outside of college, I trained for triathlons and ran half marathons. Any excuse to be outside was kind of my jam. And I also thought that I had to train really hard and move my body really hard in exhausting ways. And that would be the only effective way. But becoming a mom in that process just completely changed my fitness and wellness perspective. Some of that is because I was on modified bed rest for most of my pregnancy. And I had a plan C section with our daughter. So after all of that time, there were a couple things that I knew. I knew that it was super super important for me to take it slow and to listen to my body. And y'all, I'm not talking about listening to my body while I went back to my regular workouts I had been doing before I was pregnant. No, I mean like listening to my body while I was literally walking around our house or holding our tiny baby girl or, you know, something as simple as going up the stairs or picking up something off the floor for one of the first times that I can remember Becoming a mom, like while it was wonderful and awesome, it also made me feel so weak. And I had to learn to use this body that I didn't know. It was like a new a new me. My body did some pretty awesome things. It grew a human. And I, I got to bring our little girl into the world. But my body also sat dormant for a long time, like most of my pregnancy. And so what I realized after she was in the world is that I had no idea what my body could or couldn't do. And so fast forward six weeks, because that's what we get. I was cleared to go back to normal. And what, what's normal? I had no idea where to even start y'all. First of all, I didn't even know what day it was. And I was a new mom and this idea of going back to normal and like working out again completely threw me for a loop. I was weak and exhausted and sleep deprived. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, but. I was also so ready to work out again. I missed sweating. I missed feeling that sense of accomplishment and that extra energy I felt after working out, but I had no idea where to start or what I could even do, like what would be safe. And so for the next couple weeks during nap time, I did a little research. I made time to call some fitness friends and professionals that I I'd, I'd worked with in the past to find safe ways to move my body. And I was kind of shocked that they all told me the same thing. I thought, well, this is rather lame, but they all said, start with walking and engage your core intentionally. And so that's what I did begrudgingly, but I did it. I started walking literally anytime I could and with anyone who was willing to join. So like if I met you at mom's group that week, you were invited on my walk. If I met you in the grocery store that week, you were invited on my walk. Literally, if I saw you while I was out walking, I would say, hey, I'll probably be here on Thursday, you should join me. I, I missed people and I wanted to move my body. And so I thought that's what else should I do other than invite somebody along. But the best part of it is that it shocked me. Y'all, my body responded to walking like it had with my, my other hard workouts in a lot of ways. For the first time in my life, I wasn't doing something super intense or high impact, but it was so refreshing and empowering. As I went and did those walks, I started feeling stronger and started feeling like I could do more or just feel better. I had more energy and I was less tired, which was a game changer. I finally understood that moving my body didn't have to be all out exhaustion or training for some competition or race, that in all of that And, you know, being a new mom, it made me question everything I knew about what it meant to be healthy and what it takes to be healthy. It shifted my perspective because I was no longer focused on being a competitive athlete. Y'all, I'm now on a journey. And back then, I realized I'm on a journey to be a strong mom with a body that supports me and my family and the life that I'm living. And I'm so excited to share. To share what I've learned through my research, because that that process just kickstarted just a totally different part of my life and part of my career and and where what I want to do. But I'm, I'm excited to share what I've learned in my research, working with my friends and my clients, and what I learned on my personal journey. So let's jump into where we're headed today. I think I mentioned we're going to go through uh, six tips to start moving your body this week, and so let's just jump right into those tips. So if you were me, if you are me right now, or you have a friend that's me, please pass this along to them. One of the first things that that we have to do when we are either restarting our fitness journey or starting for the first time is make room in your schedule. You know, I mentioned earlier, 30 minutes or 150 minutes a week. So what that looks like is 30 minutes a day for five days. So you can do what a lot of people do, which is Monday through Friday, trying to to fit in 30 minutes a day. Or I actually like to do one of those workouts or moving my body sessions on a weekend because it gives you a little more free time for something to happen or for a little more grace, I think, in the Monday through Friday. So make room in your schedule by writing it down. We are, I want to say we are way more likely and I want to say it's 50%, but I'm sure it's higher than that. We are way more likely to accomplish our goal if you write it down. And if you're not a planner like me or you don't keep a calendar like I do or keep a journal, go to the show notes and I'll link a resource, a quick start guide for moving your body in the show notes. And that'll be a place where you can write down your goals and go through these tips and make sure that you. Checked every box off so that you're ready to move your body this week. But write it down. Y'all, it is so, so important. And I think that you're 85% more likely if you write it down and tell a friend. So say it out loud. Make room in your schedule by writing it down and saying it out loud. The next tip is to choose an activity and stick with it for at least two weeks. If you're choosing an activity, you can choose multiple you know, if you're going to work out five days a week, you probably don't want to do the same thing every day, but maybe for three of those days, pick the same type of movement. And then on two other days, pick different movement. Like for example, if I were walking three days a week, I would maybe want to try to focus on a core workout or some sort of strength workout the other two days so that my body is holistically getting what it needs. And there are so many ways to move your body. So when you look at it, if you're just starting out, Start with something low impact like walking or yoga or my favorite, Pilates. Or if you want something a little more intense, you can try strength training or a bar class. Or if you've been on this journey a while and you're looking for something a little more intense, you can always try running or something like CrossFit or a boot camp. And one thing that I meant to mention earlier is that there are lots of great studios and gyms out there. I'm I am actually a gym junkie. I'm one of those people that I love to to have a membership at a Pilates studio and a regular gym so I can go lift weights and a cycle studio if they don't have everything a one-stop shop. But I'm also here to tell you that through the pandemic, I've also learned that you don't have to do that. You don't have to spend a gajillion dollars at every boutique studio. You can also do some of these classes online. There are so many free or less expensive resources out there on YouTube or even through a service like Peloton where you can go and log in online and get the classes that you need. And usually all it takes is a mat and a couple of hand weights and you are set to go. So when you choose your activity, think about what it'll take to do that activity. Obviously, low barrier or entry would be something like walking or running, or even finding a strength training workout online, or even yoga or Pilates. So just something to think about, choose your activity. And here's the kicker. Try it for two weeks and stick to it. So if you choose that you're going to walk three days a week, then walk six times. If you're going to do something else two days a week, the other two days a week and then do that. But stick to it for two weeks, even if you don't love it at first, because what we want to do is build consistency and give something a a real try. If you absolutely hate it, if it's something your body isn't going to love, you're not loving, you don't love how you feel after, try something different. Change that activity that you're doing. So that's it. You can always not love it, but don't quit. Just switch, switch it up. Also, the next thing that you want to do when you're starting to move your body and you're trying to kickstart your fit body, healthy soul journey is be prepared. I know that I already told you to write it down and you're you're going to choose your activity ahead of time, but being prepared is knowing what you're going to wear the day before and not just knowing, but like physically gathering your things and laying them out. And I don't mean... in This is especially important if you're running or walking first thing in the morning, because you want to make sure that you can get up and there without thinking. I cannot tell you how many times I've gotten up to go for a run and I didn't have clean socks. And for some reason, it's always clean socks. Like the rest of the workout clothes are usually clean, but for some reason, I think they're in a different load or something, but socks, there's never enough of them. And no one wants to find that out at 540 or 440 in the morning. Yes, that's happened to me more than once. You'd think I'd learn. So take it from me. Take out your clothes the night before. Even if you're working out in the middle of the day or after work, take them out. Put them in your bag. It's one less thing to do in the morning. And if you're like me and you have a toddler, who has time to do one more thing in the morning? So do it the night before. The other thing that I think helps you be prepared is to have a snack make sure that you have a snack. So, you know, when I do an early morning workout, I love to just have a banana and half a protein bar and I'm ready, set, go. But if I'm working out after work or in the middle of the day, I also need a snack. See, our bodies need energy to move. It's very, very simple. Our bodies, especially toward the end of the day or middle of the day, our bodies need energy. Our bodies need to be fed in order to move and not feel sluggish. So let's go through these one more time. Make sure to have what you're wearing packed and ready to go or laying out so you have to walk by it and you know you're going to put it on and then make sure to have a snack. The next thing that I want you to do, I want you to start slow. Give yourself grace. When I say start slow, like don't try to jump into activities that you were doing six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, and think you're just going to go in it and love it again, or think that you're not going to be sore the next day or the next week after doing that. Don't try to go all in on something right away. That's a quick way to get injured and be really, really sore. So why don't we start slow and love our bodies and love the process of getting stronger. So please, please, please start slow. The next tip that I have for you is find a coach or a group, or even just invite a friend. You see, we aren't meant to do life alone. And that also means your health and fitness journey. We're not meant to do this alone. And I mentioned earlier, we're way more likely to achieve our goal If we write it down and we tell a friend, but if we have someone else with us walking through it with us, we are like 99% more likely that we're going to show up, right? Like who wants to leave a friend out in the cold waiting for a running buddy or who wants to, you know, leave a friend waiting for you at the beginning of a workout class at a gym? No one, you know, we all want to show up for our community. And for me, This has helped me so, so much. I think I mentioned as a new mom, I would walk. Well, some of it was that I really, I wanted to be walking. The other part of it was that I found that it was a way that I got to have a a conversation with an adult almost, you know, three to five days a week. And that was so important that time and having community around us is so, so important to walk through life with us and to get healthy with us. So Find a coach or a group or a friend, somebody to do this thing with you. The next tip that I have for you and our final tip is to keep going. Y'all, life is going to happen and we know that. But give yourself grace. Even if you miss a day, pick back up and keep going. You know, we are in this journey together. I want you to learn to be consistent. I want you to reap all the benefits of moving your body. So keep going five days a week for 30 minutes a day. I know you can do it. So let's do a quick recap of those five tips. The first is make room in your schedule. Write it down. If you need a place to write it down, go to the show notes. There will be a link there where you can fill in a worksheet that you can have for all these tips and kind of have a a game plan for how you're going to start moving your body this week. The second thing is choose an activity. You know, choose how you want to move your body, low impact, medium impact, or high impact. And then within those categories, pick one or two and try them out and stay committed. Try them for two weeks and don't quit. The next tip is to be prepared. Pick out what you're wearing the day before. Make sure you have enough socks and make sure you have a snack that's ready to go because we need energy to move our bodies. Tip number four is to start slow. We are building a body and we're on this journey to love ourselves where we are. We're not here to go back to workouts we used to do a year ago, six months ago, or however long ago. We're here to meet ourselves where we are and to start where we are, which means we're going to start slow and we're going to enjoy the journey. The next tip is to find your community. Find a coach, a group, or even just invite a friend along to do this with you. We're not meant to do it alone, and you're way more likely to succeed when you bring someone in it with you. And last but not least, tip number six is keep going. No matter what it looks like, no matter what the weather is, just keep going. We're in spring, so there are going to be rainy days and you might not be able to get outside. So find activities for indoors and out and just keep going. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you because I want you to have the freedom that I found in moving my body. I want you to find low impact ways that love your body where you are right now so you can have more energy to play with your little ones, that you can be more present as a parent. You can have a better mood and be healthier and be here longer for your family. Thank you so much for trusting me. Thank you so much for just being a part of the Fit Body Healthy Soul community. Don't forget that if you want that kickstart guide to moving your body, it'll be in the show notes and on our website at fitbodyhealthysoul.com. Thank you so much for being here. Have an awesome week. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. Connect with me at Fitbody healthysoul.com and on Instagram at fitbody.healthysoul.